Hello and welcome to Holy Smokes Podcast. Oh man, Nate. And oh man. <laughs> we are we are thirty minutes thirty minutes late. Thirty minutes. <laughs> there there's just I don't know what's going on, man. It's maybe some like spiritual warfare, you know, like it's it's hard right now. <laughs> um, so we what we just spent the last thirty minutes doing is basically just trying to figure out how to do this all over again uh, for no real good reason except that we tried to do something a little bit different with our setup, which t- instantly snowballed into oh, gosh. every single thing going wrong. Everything um, going wrong. And. Uh, and Drum's a little frazzled. He's a little frazzled. Yeah, I'm, I'm so frazzled. It's more than frazzled. I'm <laughs> thoroughly annoyed. Anyways, I definitely need a drink, so let's just jump right into it. Really? Nate, tell us what you're drinking. Okay. Um, <laughs> I, I I can't really remember how to pronounce it because it's a little bit different. It, I, I why, help, <laughs> and help you're just me. afraid of how I'm, I'm pronouncing it. I know. I, I'm, I'm self-conscious now. I believe it was pronounced, and I had my wife help me with this. <laughs> because I'm an adult, um, a Boulevardier. I have no idea if you pronounce that right. <laughs> probably not, and somebody will probably correct me at some point, and I'm fine with that uh, because I've I've never made it before. But I had all the ingredients. So I had um, it's bourbon, Campari, and vermouth, and had all those, and it's um it's pretty good. It yeah, you like it? Pretty good. Yeah, it's got a nice cool, like cool. red. Uh, red color to it yeah Mm. awesome cool man look what am i having (laughs) i'm having a lot let me tell you (laughs) whatever it is i'm having a lot of it having a lot of problems right now that's a um so i'm having you know tonight um i really wanted to treat myself a little bit so i'm having my favorite japanese whiskey okay it's the hakushu uh 12 year Oh, nice, nice. You know, and these Japanese whiskeys, they surprise you. Because, mm-hmm. you know, you, when you think of whiskey, you think of the Highlands, or you think of maybe some people think of American whiskey, you know, the rye whiskeys. Yeah. But this, this Hakushu single malt Japanese whiskey aged for 12 years mm-hmm. is amazing. It's pretty good. Pretty it's florally, um, it's, it's um, a little bit peaty. It's not too peaty. But it's um, it's definitely a good drink to have if you want to treat yourself after trying for thirty minutes to make your <laughs> mic work. Uh, well, uh, uh, I hope that helps somehow. <laughs> I I hope it does too. <laughs> I'm gonna laugh if there's still a, a a humming or buzzing sound in the background. Oh my gosh! <laughs> if anyone hears a humming or buzzing, I apologize. I'll yeah. try to edit out as much as possible. And that's definitely coming from his, not. Not from definitely mine. coming from Nate. So let's continue yeah. to blame Nate for mine most is. things. No, mine, mine is never. Fu- mine is fine. I just, I just plug it in and it works. That's all. Yeah, sure. It's all, it's all <laughs> that ever needs to happen. Just don't mess with no settings. <sighs> just record. Boom. Well, I mean, technically. So to be fair, Nate was like, "Hey, you should try to record on your iPad." When I've been recording on my my laptop mm-hmm. this whole time, and after trying that, it was all downhill from there. So if there's humming again, let's blame Nate. Anyways, oh, fine, whatever. we digress. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, um, I I saw this thing earlier on um, on 
on Instagram and I thought it was really interesting. It was um somebody posted this thing on on um on this priest that was um I, I guess he kinda got a little got a little heat for um being a little too like traditional, I guess. Oh, interesting. Um, what was he doing that was so traditional? It, it wasn't even it wasn't even that much. <laughs> like it really, really wasn't. Um I'm trying to <laughs> I'm trying to find exactly what it was. I saw it earlier, earlier, and then I lost. Like it, it was like a just. It was only really a few things. I know one of them was like bells for consecration. It wasn't oh, anything God like. Forbid. I know, right? Um, it wasn't anything like. Oh, we're gonna we're gonna face all one direction now. Like it wasn't even wasn't even that bad. Yeah. Um, I mean, oh, oh yeah. To, so, to so be the, fair, the changes, tradition isn't bad. <laughs> I, no, yeah, exactly. Um, it says the changes included placing candles on the altar, the use of incense, the ringing of the uh, sanctus bells during consecration, and reducing the amount of extraordinary Euchar- Eucharistic ministers. Like, and apparently, those got, all sound like good things to me. <laughs> that sounds like most things that probably do happen at a good amount of churches. Like, I, I usually hear or experience those elements like throughout the year. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, at least where we go. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, no, but even like in the, like, n- like, I don't want to say like non-traditional. I, I really don't want to say that, but like, um, like I still at like very least like hear bells during mm-hmm, consecration. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But yeah. So I guess, uh, he got, um, he got into like a little bit of trouble and they're, they're saying like, yep, final mass. Like he's not going to be there mass? anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like he's not going to be there anymore. Yeah. Yeah. At that parish. Oh my gosh. I was like, geez, that's, that's pretty, I mean, I don't know if like, that's like the, the only reason, but like they're, they're saying like, he hasn't really done anything. Like th- if there's no. anything that happened, oh my gosh. this is it. Like with all the scandals going on in our church. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, the least we could do is follow in this priest's footsteps and bring some reverence back and yeah. and sanctity back, you know? Um, wow, so we're treading on really, really shaky waters here as we talk about yeah. uh, traditional things in the Mass. Uh, <laughs> yeah, because we want to go down this. Do we want to go down this route? <laughs> I don't know if we want to go down the, like, down the whole route. Like, that, that's, a, I mean, that's a whole thing, but, like, I, I just thought yeah. it was really interesting when I, when I came across it. I was like... Huh, let me see what this is about. And yeah, yeah. Like, like the they're, they're saying like his, his like the things that he wanted to do were like very like minimal, and he just wanted to return like some of like the like reverence and traditional elements like to the liturgy, yeah. and know. which like <laughs> doesn't seem too too bad. I think maybe like the most extreme <laughs> thing was like he wanted to do like the final blessing in Latin. Oh gosh! I know, right? <laughs> oh no, Latin. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but you know, so, like I re- like I remember, um, like we uh, we had like a a, a dinner with a few priests, um, like from our local parish, mm-hmm. and um, uh, we we did kind of get on the topic of like liturgy and stuff like that, and he was, mm-hmm. you know, he, he I I can tell there was like a little bit of like trepidation, but um, you know, he was a little kind of like yeah you know it's kind of hard to like push for some of these things when a parish has been so like ingrained with like not having those elements yeah. and then you want to incorporate it um he's like he, he said something like it's kind of like me 
versus all of them as far as like counsel mm. and, and stuff like that yeah and, and then he's also i, I understand that because like he's also trying to be pastoral exactly right? yeah 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 but i don't know man uh so like there's yeah i i, I was in sort of a similar situation not me specifically but i heard of a similar situation in a parish close by where the priest um they have one of those uh resurrection jesuses as in, in oh, place okay. of the crucifix yeah and uh he liturgically um uh, for the holy sacrifice of the mass it, it should be a, a, a crucifix and that is not a crucifix um right. and so he was wanting to change out to replace that um that image of our lord with a crucifix Mm-hmm. And he put it in the bulletin. This was a couple years back. He put it in the bulletin, and there was quite the uproar from his mm-hmm. from his the community in that parish. Mm-hmm. So much so that he actually um, decided not to do that. Um, oh. Yeah, but sort of in in sort of uh, a I think very clever way. The very next conversation he had was like, "All right, uh, we're not going to do that. Let's open up a chapel." And let's have adoration from these hours of the day uh, throughout the week. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? And yeah. so uh, not to say that one is better than the other or something like that. But like, I think that we have clever ways of bringing people. He's he just he's like, all right, so they're not receptive to this. Let me think of another pastoral way mm. to draw them into this Eucharistic uh, ministry. Okay. That's pretty cool. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty cool. So. Yeah I, yeah, I understand the need to be pastoral because otherwise, you know, uh, you sort of uh, lose them as you try to bring them to the truth. But also, mm-hmm. as long as we're not, um, I guess, sacrificing the truth, we shouldn't we shouldn't compromise the truth at all. Yeah, you know what I mean. Actually, something like that happened, except that the we had the, there was um there was a church where we we used to go to, and um, it was a it was a resurrection Jesus. In mm-hmm. place of the crucifix, and um, that I know that was there for a really long time. And then we get uh, like a brand new uh, pastor there. I believe he's the new mm-hmm. pastor. So the old the old pastor left, mm-hmm. new pastor, and he, how the church was set up was in the sanctuary where the altar is, and on the very like back of that wall was the resurrection Jesus, and then off to the left side was a mm-hmm. crucified jesus mm-hmm. a crucifix yeah a crucifix basically mm-hmm. and so i always looked at that and and, and it was a i was like that's why don't we just put that one over there and <laughs> <laughs> like why don't i just put it there whatever why, why um, over there jesus <laughs> yeah like why, and, and and it had like um like curtains too so like if they wanted to cover it they could and i guess like maybe for mm-hmm. like maybe for lent maybe for lent mm, yeah, the maybe one, makes it the easier yeah yeah i don't know and so when the new pastor came in it, like just right overnight he's like um no i want that one over there instead and so he just like put it in, like <laughs> that, that was it. it it was over it yeah was over yeah. and done with i was like ah oh, i like this priest yeah yeah so like i i find myself um although i i know it's not the same um you know being sort of in a leadership position professionally there are some mm-hmm. decisions you you should leave to the group of people in, in which you're uh, in charge of. But there are some, there are some instances as a leader, uh, you just have to make the decision. Do you know what I mean? Mm, yeah, yeah. And so it's, it's trying to find the right balance because if you just sort of make that decision, uh, 
and don't have like uh you don't share the reasons and you know they should be good reasons Mm -hmm. um then it just seems like you're a tyrant and sort of your you're not respectful or understanding of of the the um or considerate of others and things like that yeah um yeah it's interesting so so going back to like the this whole uh this priest thing with the liturgy i learned something new nate and i think you'd appreciate this uh uh, you know ann and i we uh we attend pretty regularly the extraordinary form so the Mm -hmm. tridentine mass um Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and uh we attend try to attend daily the low mass and i try you know kind of going through the low mass mm-hmm. and seeing why they do things like lighting a candle after the sanctus and things like that mm-hmm. I, I started to wonder why and I, I i read a few books about this and there's this really beautiful sort of methodology to it basically everything in the extraordinary form everything that happens in the low mass echoes something greater in this case mm-hmm. something that happens in the, the the high masses so like for example that candle being lit after the sanctus and placed at the altar mm-hmm. is is sort of in place of at the high mass it would be the the candles coming out after the sanctus oh, for consecration okay do you know what i mean mm-hmm. so like everything has its meaning even in the low mass yeah and and so None of it makes sense on its own, but in the context of of the high mass and the and then it makes more sense. And then also kind of taking that a little bit further, the mass itself, this high mass, in the context mm-hmm. of tradition and 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 um, scripture, makes more sense. Otherwise, it just seems like nothing. And I think that's in general what we've lost, you know, with oh, yeah, yeah, the yeah. movement away of different things in our liturgy is mm-hmm. taken out of the context of the, the, the banquet and the sacrifice. Yeah. We, yeah. we don't know why we there's know. a need for, right. For incense or candles or right. things like that. Yeah. 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 I, um, a few, a few weeks ago, me and a few other catechists, I think like I walked into the conversation, but I knew, I feel, I think I knew like right away what was happening. And so, um, they were all like getting ready for the like next, um, like class to start. And, and all, like I was walking by just coming back from my class and I, and I just heard, um, I just heard holding hands and I was all like, oh, they must be talking about the mass. Like, I, mm-hmm. I don't know. I was like, oh, maybe they're talking about it. And so, like, they, there was, like, this thing. Like, they were talking about it. And um, mm-hmm. I, in uh, one of the uh, – one person was all, like, was saying, like, yeah, like, this person wouldn't hold my hand during Mass. And I was all like, mm, how did that make you feel? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so he was all like, I mean, you know, like, I, I was like, was it – he was all like – I don't know, like, did I smell? Like, was there something wrong with me? <laughs> like, like he got, like, self-conscious about it. And I was all like, oh, I mean... And, and so we, we started talking about, like, where that all kind of came from and why we, like, why people do it and that it's, like... I don't say, like, relatively new as far as, like, um, actions that go in the mass, right? But um, I, I just tr- tried to explain it. Like, yeah, like, that's not um, something that's been around for like ever or from the very beginning it was just something that kind of like came out of like the second vatican council and all that stuff um and so i basically said like yeah like so some people like they probably don't do it because they just don't 
they they didn't grow up with it especially if they're like a little bit older or something like that like that's not something that they really grew up with or it's like technically like some people don't because um they just don't it's not like something that's like um but like a required part of the mass i guess you can say mm-hmm. um and so i tried as i explained it to him like it's it, it is a sign of unity because that's what they were trying to say like yeah you know it's like you know community and bringing us all together and i said well i mean the point of us being there is for the eucharist that is the ultimate side of unity and community is it not mm-hmm. you know uh, outward gestures are fine and all but like outward like the greatest outward gesture i think would be like receiving community receiving communion as a community yeah to me i was like that that kind of made a you know like he didn't want to hold my hand yeah Um, i was like you know don't take it you know don't take it personally do you Um, realize you sort of bringing this up though brings on a slur of different emotions and feelings and thoughts from people who might be listening (laughs) i mean mean, yeah and, and and it's totally like totally fine totally accept that um and I, I totally understand that, like, you know, there are, um, I don't want to say, like, various liturgies out there, because I know that's not true, but how the liturgy is carried out um, <sighs> does vary quite, quite, quite greatly. Oh, and I'm gosh. not going to say that I go, like, I don't go to, like, only traditional Latin masses. Like, I, I don't. Um, there's a yeah. pair that's very close where I, I could, but... Um, like you know if i i'm i'm not I, i'm not just only going to go to this church only because they have like traditional latin mass or or they celebrate in the extraordinary form like i'm not i'm not like gonna decide like that mm-hmm. um but i i understand that yeah there there is an importance and there is a a difference when liturgy is carried out in a reverent way but mm-hmm. i'm not I, I i'm not coming down on people if if they don't celebrate it in a in like a certain level of reverence i guess which yeah. um I, I i guess is kind of how um i mean you know truthfully speaking i think like that was something that um mm-hmm. you and i probably had um you know maybe some disagreements like coming up like as friends because we were a part of like um because we, we started off at two different youth groups at saint christopher's do we want to get into that now or um <laughs> uh, maybe we said that we talked about it in the last episode yeah right? okay i mean yeah, yeah let's just let's just jump into it then i mean we're already talking about liturgy we're 20 minutes in yeah. let's just kill it with this okay uh, so <laughs> um okay so and, and the, the person who posted this question uh i guess this is like part two of that um, yeah, yeah and then we'll, we'll also answer you know do uh, more of those uh q a kind of things but um so if we have time yeah yeah for if we have time our parish where we we both met um, mm-hmm, there were mm-hmm, two mm-hmm. youth groups there. Two youth groups there. There were more than two, but we happened to be part of two separate youth groups. Oh, okay, yeah. Okay, sorry. <laughs> yes, there were many youth groups there, um, but I was part of one, and uh, we we were the uh, the Lambs of Christ, and um, Jerome was a part of Live Teen, <laughs> and, <laughs> and don't don't try to deny that. <laughs> <laughs> And, um, and with, you know, like for, 
I'm and I'm not. I am not talking down on live teen or any groups like that. No, I'm not, no, 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 not no, at no, all. No. Um, you know, we 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 worked really well together. Uh, yeah, we definitely. Were finally, able to connect, and and for a while, like there was like a there was like a clear like splinter between us because it was like, oh, they have a youth group, we have a youth group. Yeah, like you know, and I think some of that was you know motivated by ill ill feelings of you know maybe some other people but i mean i remember mm-hmm. i remember like when we started to work a little bit more closely with live teen um i remember one day and it made me so mad it made me so angry i was i was there at mass like a good boy and i'm pretty sure i was standing with ann who is uh, now my wife now, now, now your wife and i'm pretty sure i was yeah. standing there with her and i remember i saw drum walking and he had like <laughs> he had like jeans on with like a t-shirt and a brown blazer it was definitely and a v-neck like it a was, really low I, cut yes, v-neck it was it, it might have <laughs> been um it might have been a y-neck if <laughs> that v was not enough you had to go down more letters and um and what made me what, what made it worse was that he had he had a lip ring oh yes my lip ring and i in my head i was like he <laughs> he shouldn't have that he's to take it out he's gonna receive communion what if communion gets in there like <laughs> like that all went in my head but i was like this guy just walking around like he owns he really was not doing anything wrong he was literally just walking down the aisle just to like you know, help people get into their pews. But Way in to my rush. Head, judge me, bro. I totally did. Um, <laughs> I didn't know that. But in my head, I was like, oh, this guy thinks he owns a place. Um, and so, like, I just did not, did not like this guy from the very beginning. And then as we started to work together, I was like, oh, man, I'm a jerk. Yeah. Well, I mean, so uh, so on the flip side, right, um, one of the things uh, about my participation in that particular youth group was I was just getting started, right? I had been Catholic my whole life, but hadn't really kind of uh, looked into it, understood it, tried to understand the faith. Um, and I really didn't know what Mass was. Yeah. And so uh, I thought, and, and um, this was sort of the mentality of why I wanted to be part of life teen was like the mass is boring right like let's make the mass interesting and so like i was coming i was coming to to mass like it was a club like i i had that blazer on i had that v-neck on you know what i mean and i was like in the middle of the pews like clapping and like yeah come on oh, be interested man. in jesus be interested in our lord clap with me and uh <laughs> yeah and then i would see i would see you guys like you and and ann and a bunch of the other people in the other youth group and you guys were there very solemnly sort of just staying you know in the pews and i'm like these guys are boring they're not <laughs> clapping with me and then they don't uh jesus. they don't love jesus <laughs> they're not involved they're not participating <laughs> like i am uh and then um and then uh, the the girls were wearing veils, you know, and 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 you guys were kneeling for communion. I'm like, they think they're better than us. You know what I mean? Like, it was just like it was it was different, <laughs> and I didn't understand that like the the depth and beauty and reverence of our faith yeah. that um that I was just like I was over here like completely off to the to the side, and I was like, man, they just they don't get it. Like mass is supposed to be fun and joyous yeah. and this I'm and that. Like, this guy is. Flipping around, doing <laughs> cartwheels on the back and everything. I would have if I if I fiving, <laughs> just running up and down the aisles yeah. during the sign of peace. Yeah. I was like, "What?" 
but but yeah. like from from my perspective like in 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 my head at that time like i was like it should be obvious like to be reverent like in my I, like my arrogance like it should be sure. obvious. it should be obvious right but it's right. not it's clearly not mm-hmm. and so i think um i i think after i i like started to get to like work more closely mm-hmm. uh you know with jerome and and with live teen and you know I, like they were inviting me to like do talks and stuff like that and so like getting to know them i was like oh like I'm totally rash judging these people. Like, yeah. like they, like yeah. they really do. Like, it, like it wasn't. Um, I, you know, like about like just the music. Like, you know, they had something, you know, deeper sure. going on. It's, um, yeah, you know, I mean, you know, it did work really well. Yeah, and and one of the things though is, it, it's worth saying this. Um, you know, a lot of people might really resound and sort of be like, yeah, like math should be fun and math should be this. You know, um, I agree. Uh, Maths should be these things. Um, And uh, that excitement for our faith is always, always a great thing. That being said, there's a time and a place for those things, right? Right. But, you know, virtue is the thing found between two extremes, right? Mm -hmm. And um, here, uh, we we could find ourselves between two extremes, like focusing solely on the banquet and party and and the, the, the rejoicing of the Lord and only that, but then like only focusing on the somber, like sad and like, uh, the Calvary part of our Lord. Right. right. And, and like, um, and, like we could find ourselves on two extremes, but I think the, the, the path forward is really finding, finding the, the beautiful union of the two where we're mm. joyful and we're happy, but we also recognize and realize that this isn't just a banquet. It is a sacrifice. Yeah. There yeah. is a, there is reverence right, involved. Right, right. There's, there's a truth and, and, and beauty behind the Eucharist. And, and I think that outside of that, like outside of that, like you and I, we, we, we came to kind of like understand that, Hey, these, this person is at a different, you know, part in their, in their journey. Yeah. But there, we both equally saw that there was a desire to kind of serve the Lord and to kind of learn more about God. You know, it was it was yeah. a beautiful thing. <laughs> oh yeah, 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 definitely. Yeah, I was definitely more fun than you, but yeah, definitely, definitely uh, a different thing. Whatever, man. Whatever. Uh-huh. <laughs> that was great. Yeah. I mean, and now you're 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 attending more of the uh, like traditional Latin masses more than I do, so. Yeah. Well, I mean, we're, you know, we're just really blessed here. We have, we have daily low mass that we can attend Mm -hmm. and there's a, there's a solemn high mass every Sunday at noon. So I don't even have to get up early for the solemn high mass. Yeah. (laughs) It's a beautiful thing. And for those who, who aren't aware, you know, there, um, within the Roman rite, there are two rites. There's the ordinary form or the novus ordo and the extraordinary form. Uh, and that's the extraordinary form of the Tridentine Mass is the one that was celebrated, you know, before the changes, um, uh, the the nineteen sixty two missile basically. Mm-hmm. It's a beautiful rite, and, and it's one that uh, Pope Benedict the Sixteenth really sort of promoted as a this should not go away. This is a right. this is a beautiful beautiful representation of our liturgy and faith, yeah. and there's a lot of truth and grace behind it. Yeah. And so, um, you know, Anne and I only started attending that particular um, uh, form very recently, like within the past mm-hmm. two three years. And mm-hmm. it's honestly, it's 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 a place where you can really rest in silence in our Lord and pray and yeah, and I really, think that's a really good way to yeah. say it, like to rest mm-hmm. in the Lord. 
definitely. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that's probably like why, like in, in some of those like recent years mm-hmm. too, like we saw some, um, I don't want to say like reform in the liturgy, but like kind of the, the liturgy was catching up to what it should have been as far mm-hmm. as like correct translations, because right, we didn't right. see like changes in like some of the words and, and the right. phrases that were used. And it's like, yeah, like there, there was, you know, this need to have these, um, these like revisions, uh, updated, uh, mm-hmm. so that like the mass properly translates. And then from there you started to see like more acceptable, uh, you know, uh, um, traditional Latin masses, um, you know, taking place in, in parishes mm-hmm. where it wasn't happening before. I remember right. we, used to, we had priests that were coming all the way from, uh, San Diego at one point to come in and celebrate Latin mass. And, you know, and, and that was like, you know, like an hour and a half away. I mean, but they were, yeah. they were coming down and, and making that, um, uh, that drive. I think they were FSSP. I'm not sure, but I'm pretty sure that they were coming mm-hmm. down from there. And I know that there's like a, a, a very good, we, we, we visited them, uh, a, a, like a long, I think that's for your, um, oh shoot. That's for your, uh, bachelor party. Yes. We, we went yeah. there. Yeah. Yeah. So, it so was... they came, they came from there to, uh, the par the parish in, mm-hmm. uh, in Paris. Yeah. yeah. In, in, in San, in San Diego, uh, yeah. St. Anne's. Yeah. Yeah. That, that that's where it was. That was the one. Um, yeah, and I think we should also attribute a lot of the the, the rising of more frequent um, Latin mass mm-hmm. um, Latin masses sort of popping up to Pope Benedict and his motu proprio. Yeah, uh, the motu proprio was in 2007. Uh, mm-hmm. Prior to 2007, the understanding was you had to have permission from your local ordinary, ordinary that is the yeah. bishop, uh, to uh, to celebrate the Latin mass, and Pope Benedict said nope. You know, this is a treasure of our faith. This is something yeah. that is a beautiful expression of the, of the church's liturgy, and anyone and everyone who wants to celebrate it should celebrate it. And yeah. so, more priests were becoming interested in that, and um, congregations like uh, the FSSP or the Institute of Christ the King Sovereign yeah. Priest, and and uh, um, uh, communities like that started to become more popular. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So really, um, I definitely, you, def- you know, really grateful for those communities. Absolutely. Definitely. Absolutely. I definitely think it would be, it would be worthwhile, um, uh, to talk about sort of maybe one day we could go down the list and sort of, um, talk about, um, how the, uh, extraordinary form is, is different. And for those oh, yeah, who are interested in idea. attending, you know, St. Francis de Sales, uh, has some beautiful tips on how to attend the Latin mass and, um, the beauty of like, like sort of even being there, you know, um, one of the biggest things is uh, about Latin Mass is the fact that it's in Latin, <laughs> you know. What? <laughs> yeah. And I, I think there's yeah there's a, there's a lot to say about you know Latin and and why it's a beautiful sort of language uh, in to use in our liturgies and why priests like the one we were talking about earlier, you know, wanting to use Latin don't get in trouble for it. <laughs> you know, I remember. I remember, uh, I remember hearing about a youth group one time who got in trouble for singing Latin parts uh, oh, during mass. Yeah, yeah. That was. Um... It's it's unfortunate <laughs> that 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 happens, the, you know. But an unfortunate thing. Yeah, yeah. Anyways, but, you know, hopefully, hopefully that that stuff doesn't happen anymore. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Um, we cool. should probably. Uh, we did get a question from a listener. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, we should probably do that because we have about like 10 minutes left yeah sure so the question was um 
um, it was really more of a, hey, can you address this thought? It was, um, you know, your greatest strengths can be your greatest weaknesses. And the uh, listener said that they read this in the book, how, you know, new levels uh, could introduce new devils. Mm-hmm. So, um, so reactions to that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, um, it kind of reminded me of Interior Castle from St. Teresa of Avila, one of my, one of my favorite saints. Um, it kind of reminded me of that where if, if you progress in your, your prayer life, your piety, your relationship with God, um, like the idea is not that things are going to get easier that, okay, like I've mastered or I've conquered over this struggle or anything like that. I don't think that's how it really works. I think like as you continue to grow in your relationship with God, maybe some of the things that you struggled with before you don't struggle with quite as much. Mm -hmm. Um, But as you continue to grow and learn more, um, you may encounter more struggles. And Mm -hmm. part of that is, is, coming more into perfection of what God truly wants you to be, you know, because mm-hmm. it's kind of like coming across like uncharted territory or new land or something like that. You don't really know what's out there. There could be some dangers, but you don't know about them until you kind of like encounter them. And it, it it's not like you, you know, you rush into new territory, you know, you, mm-hmm. you, you, you chart the, the, the land, you kind of come up with a, you know, with the best plan that you can, you, you get kind of prepared for, you know, things that could possibly happen, but you can't really know definitively, like, yes, this is going to happen, even though I've never been in this land before. Mm-hmm, and it's kind of mm-hmm. how it is with our, you know, continual spiritual growth. Like we, we can grow and get into new places, into new, like Teresa Valle would say, like, you know, new rooms, you know, new levels of the, of this castle, but we don't know what's in there. Right, new mansions. Yeah, new mansions. Yeah, yeah. I think um, it's also important to acknowledge, um, you know, uh, there's a very familiar story that um, we might um, uh, of the Tower of ba- Babel, mm-hmm. right? Uh oh, am I saying it right? Oh. Babel, Babel. I'm uh, not even gonna tell you. No, I'm just right. you have it wrong. Uh, <laughs> um, but in that story, um, the the sin of these people wasn't so much that they 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 wanted to build this tower it's that they relied they relied on their strength thinking mm-hmm. they could be greater than god and they mm-hmm. they th- they thought that they could they didn't have to depend on the strength of god right and so they they sought to in um john paul ii has a uh, a excellent um letter it's a love that is greater than sin um and he talks about how you know, um, they sought to build a city and organize themselves into a society and be strong and powerful without God, mm. right? And so they, they, they were being strong, you know, and their greatest strength there was their ability to organize. But, you know, that strength turned without God, by its very nature, turned them against God. Mm. Do you know what I mean? And right, so right, right. we have to make sure that as we as we progress even spiritually there's a lot of times like i even me i forget that hey like if i'm trying to be holy or if i'm trying to avoid this particular sin you know the sin of of anger of impurity like we're gonna attempt in our own in our own <laughs> folly to to try yeah. to do that ourselves yeah 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 and the that's where like we are already setting ourselves up for failure, failure yeah 
I think sometimes what happens is that like as we get like maybe stronger in our spirituality, like there, there comes like a little tiny bit of like extra confidence, and that mm-hmm, confidence that pride. can turn into pride, yeah, like, right away. Mm-hmm. And 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 I think that happens a lot, especially for people who are like starting out in their faith, and as they learn more, because I'm a mm-hmm. super victim of doing this where like i think i like know a whole lot only because like i've learned a little bit about the faith or something <laughs> and i'm like oh, yeah, I could, yeah i know yeah. It all, whatever um yeah and that's that you know that's a happens to a lot of people yeah yeah definitely i mean to be fair nate like i'm probably one of the most humblest people that i know man yeah for sure yeah you don't have to say more anything than... you don't have to tell me because more i know than... More than most people. I can probably name only, like, two people that might be more humble than you, and that's it. <laughs> yeah. If there was a prize for humility, I'd probably win it. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. They would yeah. Uh, carve it out of ice for you. <laughs> uh, anyways. Um, so, yeah. So, I, I think that's I think that's sort of um, my my take on that. And, and uh, mm-hmm. thank you again, listeners, for... Yep. Um, putting in these uh, thoughts and questions we we definitely appreciate it we we enjoyed answering it last week and we're going to keep asking for for input yeah and some of the feedback we got was like yeah that uh they really enjoyed that so we're, yeah. we're gonna try to keep doing it as long as we keep you guys questions. yeah you guys are making us interesting so thank you for that <laughs> <laughs> um i i think i wanted to talk about one more thing nate if you could okay. just indulge me okay <sighs> it is national marriage week it is apparently because i learned that today yeah yeah it's national marriage week so happy national marriage week uh, yeah yeah same to you yeah Good job. um thanks thanks you know uh there's a um there's a beauty to the vocation of marriage and i think uh, you were saying like well every day is national marriage day for it me <laughs> that's great but i think if there's if if uh, we could sort of take some time to express that to other people to really express the beauty of this vocation of marriage then we should yeah 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 um so that being said i wanted to sort of make a suggestion for anyone who is discerning the vocation of marriage or married already um Mm. i found this little this gem of a book at a at a gift shop one time uh, right before uh, first friday adoration which we were talking about last last episode (laughs) And it's St. John Chrysostom, mm-hmm. and it's a collection of homilies on marriage and family life. Oh, okay. And oh my gosh, Nate, it is good so book. good. It's good so good. Um, I, I'm going to read just one quote, okay. but I think... Um, I think a lot of a lot of the little nuggets of wisdom in this in this book are, are really worth reading. Have, by the way, have you read started reading your... Uh, introduction to devout life um no come on man <laughs> well look i mean uh i mean well kingdom hearts is oh my gosh no no no. actually this is what i told myself did i tell myself um that's actually gonna be my um my lenten um commitment Mm-mm. yeah that is a good commitment yeah sir i mean it's not in the cover that i wanted but i mean it was free so thanks yeah yeah, so we'll see if he actually does that. Can someone please remind him, one of our listeners, maybe his wife who also listens, reminds him. <laughs> no, don't do that, don't do that. It's too don't late, it's already been done. <sighs> All right, 
so St. John Chrysostom in a homily, he says, he, he, he gives advice to both the husbands and, and wives and how to raise children. Some of this stuff is a little dated, like how to pick a bride. Um, basically, he says, don't marry her for money. Mm. Uh, <laughs> <Oops>. <laughs> but um, he says this, and I love this quote. This is something I, I, I when I read it, for, the first time I read it after being married, like I looked, I looked at Anne and I literally like, I, ch- I tried my best to memorize this. Uh-huh. And like, I said it to her like word for word. And then I was like, oh, by the way, I didn't come up with those words. St. John. Oh, you just, not said that at all. <laughs> just like own it. Yeah. So St. John Chrysostom says, say to her, our time here is brief and fleeting, but if we are pleasing to God, we can exchange this life for the kingdom to come. Then we will be perfectly one, both with Christ and each other. And our pleasure will know no bounds. I value your love above all things, and nothing would be so bitter or painful to me as our being at odds with each other. Even if I lose everything, any affliction is tar- tolerable if you will be true to me. Good lord, I mean, dude. What the heck? That's like making me feel things. Um, <laughs> right? I don't like that. That's, uh, okay, look. Listen, if there are any guys out there listening to this, Oh my gosh. Use it. Use it. Use it for when you propose or something. Mm-hmm. Get it on um, get it on video. Send man, it to I us. wish I could go back in time and do that. Right? <laughs> that's really right? good. That's really good. It's be- and like and and Saint John I mean he has there's more than than just that little bit, right? And I think I'll post yeah, yeah, that yeah. on our I'll post that on our uh, on our on our gram on yeah. the gram. On the gram, on the gram. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but yeah, it's, um, you know, yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. I, and I just thought, you know, to bring it up just because, you know, you were recently married. Mm-hmm. How many mm-hmm. years? Mm-hmm. 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 Uh, not even a year. Um, uh, oh, it, it's been, um, I think it's you better been hurry seven up. Months, seven your, your wife is listening. Six or months? <laughs> It's late. <laughs> it's the Bulgari year. <laughs> I really hope for your sake that works. You know what I do? What do you do? This is what I do. Um, a lot of times on purpose, I will get it wrong. <laughs> so that way she never expects, oh, that's genius. Good job. Never suspect that it's wrong. <laughs> yeah. No, I just do it because just cause I know sometimes that way... it makes her mad. And that way, when you do get it wrong, you're like, babe, yeah. obviously I was kidding. <laughs> but no, no, no. But you know what? Like the other day, uh, we were with a brother and she was a, like, she's like, yeah, it's almost our one year anniversary. And we both, we both looked at her and we we're like, no, it's not. Like, it's not even like maybe halfway through. Like, I mean, now it is. Yeah. But yeah we are like. Relax. It's like, like halfway is not almost like almost yeah. is like like 90 like 90 percent is yeah almost yeah 70 <laughs> so, yeah. percent is like hey we should probably just mention it yeah um, it's funny because uh i actually learned that lesson so this is another uh lesson for maybe for the guys is never ask another guy in front of his <laughs> wife or significant other uh-huh. how long they've been together oh no don't do that you That's, are screwing uh, that dude yeah. over don't do, don't and do and that. even if they know it, like just just don't because if you come to me and you ask me in front of her and I mess up, I'm blaming you, not me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm blaming you. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna. 
I'll I'll go back and if if you're with if you're with somebody, I'm just gonna go back and say, uh, how long are you two about to break up? Like, don't <laughs> don't question because like because I gotta do the math in my head. And if anybody math really, is hard. And if anybody knows me, like math is my job. But if anybody knows me, like I I'm the worst with dates, like birthdays. Oh my gosh, me too. Anything like that. Like I'm I'm really really bad and like my whole family knows this. Like they're probably not going to get a happy birthday from me unless somebody tells me. And Facebook or, tells you, by the way. Yeah, I, I don't have Facebook. Okay. Um but like I try to put everything in my like calendar at least, but like I'm I'm really 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 bad at birthdays. Just something about it. I I just it just doesn't stick. So yeah. I try really hard, but I'm the same I way. I definitely I definitely got in trouble with Anne maybe in like the first few months of our dating <laughs> because she was like, by the way, she's like, "Do you know where my birthday is?" I was like, "Why would you ask me that?" <laughs> oh, oh lord. That's and uh tough. yeah, but to be fair, I mean, it was a good lesson, and thank God she asked me that, because now I will never forget. <laughs> I guess that's one way to do it. <laughs> All, right. All right. Anyways. So we're at 45, and I think, I yeah, think we're I good. Yeah, I think we're good. Yeah. Cool. So, uh, again, just thank you, everyone, for listening in. Uh, if you guys have feedback, uh, comments, questions, concerns, hopefully no violent reactions, please leave some feedback. Uh Message us, email us from the website, or definitely, 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 if you're listening to us on iTunes or Spotify, um, you know, leave a review. Five stars are always appreciated. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. (laughs) All right. And uh, thank you for listening to Holy Smokes Podcast.